Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy, as always here, as often. Uh, I am with uh, with Mark Paquette, our uh, our DFS weatherman here at Win Daily, and also a uh, a seasoned DFS player. Uh, Mark, we have a short three game slate today early. Uh, then we have seven games tonight. On uh, then you could also play the t- all day ten. Uh, ten game slate as well. Uh, it's going to be difficult to uh, to find pitching on that early slate. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, you know, let us know about weather issues, especially in the Northeast. The weather issues today look like they're in the same place basically that they were yesterday, and that's going to be Philly in New York. Much like yesterday, I do expect the games to play, but there can be delay issues. Philly is obviously an afternoon game, and New York is an evening game. Probably the New York game has a little bit better chance of being delayed than the Philly game. I think in that St. Louis uh, Philadelphia game at 105 p.m. Eastern at Citizens Bank Park, uh, you, know, you can pick up a lot of hitting for that early slate uh, going against Dakota Hudson and Jared Eikhoff, uh, You know, especially with, with the Phillies. Bryce Harper's only 4,500. He had a bomb last night. Uh, Cesar Hernandez is uh, 4,100 on DraftKings, uh, and uh, he's always capable of, of pop as well as as certain speed. But you know, maybe you want to throw some at uh, some bats out there against Eikhoff. Uh Matt Carpenter's only 4,100. Uh, Dexter Fowler is only 3,600. You have Colton Wong at 3,600. Uh, there's some opportunities to really save some money here. Uh, you know, with with some uh, St. Louis bats. Yeah, this looks to be a really good hitting environment. I'd like to load up on some bats. As you said, that because of the recent struggles of the Phillies, their bats are relatively uh, underpriced on FanDuel. Harper's only 4,300. Uh, you mentioned on the other side, Dexter Fowler, who's occasionally let off at 2,700. And Carpenter, because of his basically season-long slump, is only 3,400. We saw Carpenter, as the weather warmed up around the All-Star break last year, just become red hot. So. You have to wonder if maybe a streak is coming up for Carpenter like that. Uh, it's it's going to be difficult, though, to find a second pitcher on this slate. Uh, so you might have to go with Eikhoff as your, as your second guy, uh, you know, if you're playing on a, on a, a two-pitcher slate. Because you look at the next game on the early slate, San Francisco and Miami, it's, it's usually chalk to attack Miami, but you can't do that with Tyler Beattie. On the other side, Sandy Alcantara has been very up and down, but he's probably the best pitcher on the early slate at 8,700. Out, to, He's very erratic. It's going to be really tough to win a, a, a tournament here, you know, on the early slate. Uh, it, it's also going to be like rolling the dice. If uh, if people want to, want to say fantasy, uh, daily fantasy, the game of skill, they should not hold up this, this slate as an example because Alcantara is probably the you know, the best, most potent pitcher on the slate and maybe the only guy I want to use from this game at 8,700 on DraftKings. Yeah, you couldn't have said it much better. I mean, the thought of using Eikhoff in a cash game almost makes me sick, especially considering his last three starts for FanDuel have come with zero points, 18 points, and three points. Uh, not exactly something that you're looking forward to. Um, at least with... Alcantara, who's 6,400 as compared to Icos, 7,400 on FanDuel. Alcantara has had some upside. He has gone in his last three starts by comparison are nine fantasy points, 
Knicks, 61 fantasy points and a complete game shutout against the Mets, and then eight fantasy points against the Mets. So, yeah, you couldn't have said it much better. Those who want to think this is a game of skill, don't use the early slate because it's not. Arizona, Colorado to fill out that early slate. Uh, you have Kyle Freeland uh, against Taylor Clark. So, you know, you're going to be wanting to use hitting on both sides, uh, especially to run the Colorado stack again today. Uh, with Freeland, he was good at home last year, but that's not the case this year. So you want to get some righty bats in, in there. Cattell uh, uh, Marte is 5,600. Uh, Christian Walker's been up and down, but he's he's only 4,600. Eduardo Escobar is 5,800. 50, 50, uh, I don't think Adam Jones is going to be widely owned at 5,300 because he's, he's cooled off as well. Uh, you're looking at at least the DraftKings side. You're gonna have to pay up for some of these Arizona bats. Yeah, and that's there's no difference on the FanDuel side there either, sir. Escobar forty-seven, Marte forty-four, Adam Jones four thousand, Walker thirty-eight hundred, who's basically been ice cold. Maybe you look for a bargain with Jared Dyson if he's leading off at thirty-five hundred. But yeah, I mean, normally if this was last year, you would say let's let's roll with. And let's hope he can give you six quality innings, get that quality start on FanDuel, and rack up some other fantasy points. But that hasn't been the case this year. He's been really bad at home. So he's bad at home. You have to like those Arizona bats. Yeah, certainly. Let's move on to the night slate with uh, the Yankees and the Red Sox getting to, together for the 10 billionth time. You have Chris Sale at 10,100. And uh, all the record hasn't been been good overall you know we've certainly seen the strikeouts but this is this is really a dicey spot to uh spend 10,100 for sale the way the Yankees have been hitting which is admirable uh despite all their injuries and with uh Jay Happ he has a 593 home ERA so you certainly want to load up on some of these Boston hitters you're gonna have to pay up for a lot of them uh, you know, especially especially on, on, on DraftKings, you know, the way it's looking. But you have to have J.D. Martinez in there tonight. The, he has a 500 ISO against lefties, absolutely crushing them. Uh, Eduardo Nunez, if he's in the lineup, maybe could save you some salary at 3,400. Uh, you know, it, it is a rightly, rightly dominated lineup. Uh, but if some of the lefties, like Andrew Benintendi, has been cold. I, I, maybe, you know, I'm not so hot on using him, although 4400 the price is nice. Uh, if anything here, I want to get a Red Sox offensive stack, but it's not going to be easy to do from a financial perspective. And on the other side, uh, you know, there's not the best matchup for sale or for the Yankee hitters. Yeah, and especially if that rain comes in and there's a rain delay at some point in it, which looks like very possible, as I mentioned, that sale would probably not be uh, a good option tonight. On FanDuel, he's 11200 so even more than what he is on DraftKings. Um, yeah, so you try to get some bargain bats and, and maybe look at the Red Sox side. You mentioned uh, um, Nunez, who is basically minimum price $2,100 on FanDuel, but maybe like a Christian Vasquez at 2400 or even go up a little bit more in their star rookie, Chavis, who has been a little bit cold recently, but he's only $3,600, and he's got the favorable platoon split going against the lefty Hap. All right, moving right along here uh, as we continue uh, with our preview of the night slate. Milwaukee at Pittsburgh, Chase Anderson against Joe Musgrove. Uh, not a lot of uh, Pittsburgh bats that you can use confidently, 
but uh, you know, Gregory Polanco is already only forty three hundred. Josh Bell would be well worth the fifty seven hundred. On the other side, Joe Musgrove going against the Brewers here. Uh, you know, Musgrove has actually not been too good at home. In four home starts, he has a six ten ERA. Uh, you know, his his better starts have certainly come on the road. Uh, Musgrove's been a little bit up and down, but been very impressive at times. But I'm not afraid of walking uh, walking out some Milwaukee bats over here. Mike Moustakis, 4,800. Christian Yelich, worth the 5,900. Uh, Yasmani Grandal is also 4,800. But to me, that's a lot to spend for a catcher. Yeah, let's start with the pitching there on the FanDuel side. Even though Chase Anderson is only $6,000, he has not lasted more than five innings in any start this year, and I wouldn't expect that to happen again tonight. I mean, uh, or happen tonight. Just can't, just not going deep in games at all. Um, so, that being said, you sort of have to like some Pirates bats, but the by Pirates bats that are productive are only few and far between. You look at the middle of the order with Bell, who's having a great year, possibly Polanco, maybe Marte. Um, on the other side, yeah, Musgrove hasn't been good at home, and you're certainly not targeting him against a deep Brewers lineup. Yellick has been in a little bit of a slump, but why not roll him out there tonight and see if he breaks out of it at PNC Park? Left-handers have a better chance of hitting a homer at uh, PNC than right-handers do. Minnesota, Tampa Bay at the Trop at 7.10 p.m. Eastern. Martin Perez against Charlie Morton. This, uh, this game screams to me of avoidance here because... I, I I still don't believe in Martin Perez, but then he may go out there and throw another gem. He's nine thousand, and you know Morton's a really good pitcher, but you know against that Minnesota offense, uh, I, it's like I want to avoid both pitchers in both lineups here because uh, you know I don't I don't know what I'm gonna get out of either pitcher here. It's uh, you know Morton's good, but I don't expect him to have his best game against this lineup. Where Perez, I feel, has been overachieving. Yeah, you, you said it. He hit the nail on the head to me. Even though this is a pitcher's park, both lineups, especially the Twins, are explosive while the, the Rays are sneaky good. Um, I mean, everyone's been going to the well and using Austin Meadows the last few days, but at 4,300 and going against a lefty-lefty matchup, he'll probably be in the, lead up, uh, in the lineup, but he won't be batting leadoff. Um, but that's probably too pricey of a cost that you're going to look at there. Yeah, it's just, this game screams a void to me. Kansas City and Texas, though, is something that I'm getting in. I'll attack Jacob Judas anytime uh, I can, and I like some of the prices here. Rufnet Odor is only 3900 Uh I'll be willing to spend up for Shinsu Chu, 5300 but Joe Yallo may be my play of the day and worth the 5600 No Zara is is only 4400 And then, you know, I can complete that stack by using Mike Miner, as well, uh, Miner has only a 2.08 home ERA in uh, in five starts going against his Kansas City offense. One of my favorite pitchers of the night at 10,300 on, on uh, DraftKings. Yeah, it seems like it's the resurgent veteran pitcher year in 2019. One we just mentioned in Martin Perez. The other is Mike Miner. Um, you have to like him tonight. And on the other side, as you mentioned, anytime you hit a relatively soft-tossing righty against Joey Gallo, just use him. He seems like he hits a homer every other game against a soft-tossing righty. So use him. Another bat I'll, I'll say on uh, FanDuel that is almost like 
give me is Rufmed Odor. He's only $2,700 on FanDuel. He'll probably be batting a batter or two behind Gallo, and you have to like his spot there. Cleveland is at Chicago, and Carlos Carrasco has been erratic. Uh, you know, first glance, knee jerk says use him, but uh, at 9500 it's a good price. So uh, I like Miner better, but uh, Carrasco may have more upside. Uh, I think Miner's more of a cash game play where Carrasco I'd like better for the tournament. Uh, on the other side, you know, you got to load up against Manny Baduelos. Uh You know, today, uh, Wes Anderson on uh, Win Daily, you know, likes a Cleveland stack. Uh, and he even talks about lesser guys like Jordan Luplo at 4,100. If you're going to run an Indian stack, you have to have Carlos Santana in there at, uh, at 4,500. Jose Ramirez only 3,900, and he could have a good game at any time. Francisco Lindor is 4,800. Jose Ramirez has been a seasonal bust, but this could be a spot to use him. Yeah, and the Indians were just coming off a, a really historic uh, series at Fenway Park. Last night, they scored in the, the first seven innings of the game, and the night before, they scored in the last two. So they had nine consecutive innings of scoring at least a run against the Red Sox, which was the first time the Indians had done that in over 50 years. So to say their, their offense is smoking hot is an understatement right now. And the great thing, as you mentioned, in the DFS industry, their prices have not adjusted to their hot streak. I mean, you have players like Gregory Allen, who hit two triples last night at basically minimum price in field duel at $2,100. But looking up, you mentioned Ramirez, uh, $3,100 on FanDuel, Leplo, $3,100, Santana, $3,600. He was, a I believe, a single away from the cycle last night. And even Francisco Landor, for one of the best players in the game, batting leadoff, is only $3,700. Yeah, I think if you're playing the late night or even the all-day on FanDuel, you just load up as many Indians bats as you can and then go from there. Yeah, I would say Texas is my favorite stack, uh, followed by Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you there. Texas against Kansas City, especially at home, is always a good matchup. Uh, the Mets are at the Dodgers tonight. Uh, Edwin Diaz said it was the worst game of his career after he blew a three-run lead last night. You just didn't see that from Diaz in Seattle. Uh, Jason Vargas is going to be a very popular target. Uh, the Dodgers stack is also in play as well uh, from a very, uh, very large perspective. Of course, it starts with Cody Bellinger, but you've got some price-saving options in Justin Turner, 4200 He's really picking it up. Chris Taylor will save you some money if he's in the lineup at 3400 Kiki Hernandez, he's, o he's only 3700 So uh, it really comes down to, you know, what do you like better between Texas and the Dodgers stack? And once in a while, Jason Vargas will be like Mike Leakish where he'll have a good start. So... I'm going to change this. I'm going to say Texas, the Dodgers, and then Cleveland for my stack. On the other side, Hyunjin Ryu has to be the play of the night. Anytime he takes the mound, he's worth the 11200 Uh You know, the, maybe the only guy that can get something off of him is Peter Alonzo, who actually uh, tied Mark McGuire's record uh, yesterday, yesterday for uh, most home runs for a rookie. Before June first, with another two home homer games, so 
Uh, I'm going to say one of my favorite starting pitchers at this point is we've gone through the, it'll probably go minor uh, for the night slate. It'll probably go Ryu, minor, Carrasco. And you're just kidding. The savings for minor there. That's why you like him better. Yeah. 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 No, I said yeah. I said Ryu first, minor second, and oh, Carrasco third. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, um, the Dodgers are the most mixed match lineups in baseball when they go lefty righty. So whenever you get a lefty in the mound uh, on the mound in Vargas, um, you look for their righty bats like Kiki Hernandez, Austin Barnes, as you mentioned. But a sneaky one that, and this would be only his third major league game if he's playing, is a catcher named Will Smith, who's $2,100 on FanDuel. I used him last night, and he did not come through. But he did have two hits in his major league debut uh, the game before, and he has a pretty good minor league pedigree. So if he's in the game, you look for him as well. Obviously, being a late game, lineups maybe come out right around or just after lock. Um, Vargas, though, I mean, he just doesn't really get blown up but is that blow up coming and he only lasts five innings too so yeah i'll take the dodgers my third favorite stack the angels are at the mariners kikuchi is only 6800 we've seen up and downs from kikuchi but you know if i'm going to the tournament you know maybe i'm spending up for Ryu. maybe i take a shot at kikuchi here who can change speeds, et cetera, uh, you know, sometimes has good location. You know, maybe something of a nifty tournament play here. Yeah, he's a little priced up on FanDuel 7,700. So, yeah, I think, but <laughs> priced up, that may be a great GPP target. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the L.A. bats, especially against righties, don't really scare anyone. Um so, oh, he's a lefty. Well, yikes. Uh, no, you're right. I, I was thinking the other side because he neutralizes, like, the good lefty bats in Otani and Mostella. Obviously, you have to worry about uh, Mike Trout. But besides that, there's nothing to really be scared about from the right-hand side of the plate. Um, and the other side, are they going to go with a bullpen game or, or an opener? A lot of times when Pena starts, that's what they sort of do. Have you heard about that? Uh, as the time of recording this, uh, we do not have an update on who the uh, Angels will be starting tonight. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Um, so you'd probably think that it could very well could be a bullpen game. And those are just so difficult in DFS because you don't know exactly who's going to come in and how good they are or even what hand they are. So to look at the, the Seattle lineup, eh, that's iffy too. Yeah, what you need to do, though, is to stay updated on all this. We have a brand-new night feature, evening feature, on uh, Wind Daily for all your lineup lock information. The new Wind Daily on-deck blog. So you'll want to check that out with Jaguar Lou uh, today to see exactly who the Angels are going to be throwing out there. Uh, that's a great new addition uh, to our stable of features uh, here at Wind Daily DFS. So uh, thanks a lot for listening uh, about today's slate. Uh, we hope you, you cash out like our Jared Contestable did uh, last Tuesday on FanDuel. There's going to be an upcoming feature on uh, Win Daily DFS about that. And uh, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow as well. Uh, you know, our, our DFS Pro and, uh, and CEO Jason Misrahi will be with us. So uh, thanks for listening to the Win Daily Podcast. For Thursday, I am Scott Engel with uh, Mark Paquette. Have a good day if you're in the, the Northeast. Uh, you know, make, sure, make sure you stay in, indoors for a lot of the day and uh, you know, maybe watch some baseball if you're, 
you're in New York, maybe it's it's not the best idea to actually physically go to the Yankee game because uh, you might have to sit through a rain delay. And our weatherman, Mark Paquette, would want that. So thanks a lot for listening, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. <laughs>